0: AU
1: on the go. AU on the go. To inform on developments of the Commission.
0: Pour informer sur les développements de la Commission. To engage and discuss AU policies and their impacts. Involver e discutir as políticas da UE e seus impactos. And, and of, of course, course, interact, interact with, with our listeners on the continent and beyond. Wabi-ttāga attāgaun ma muštameīna fi jamīa alḥāl qarra l-Ifriqiya wa khairjha. EU on the go. A-U on the go. AU on the go, AU citizen, thank you all for tuning in. As usual, this is Cedos Loic Youth, and I come to you guys shortly after the 32nd annual African Union Summit held at the headquarters here in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. The agreed theme of this year is refugees, returnees, and internally displaced persons with the focus on a durable solution to forced displacement on the continent. However, our guest today is someone who based his presidential campaign and now his presidency on the AU's theme of 2018. Combating Corruption, a Sustainable Path to Africa's Development. He is none other than His Excellency Julius Madabio of Sierra Leone. Despite being rich in natural resources such as diamond, the West African nation has been plagued by acts of corruption and bad governance, much like most nations in Africa. Before jumping to our conversation, here are some facts about how 2018 was selected by the African Union to Combating Corruption. Battling corruption started way back in the 90s when a resolution was passed to strengthen the rule of law in Africa because of the need to consolidate the democratization process of Africa and because of a constant persistence of violations of human rights in regions of the continent. This was during the July summit in 1996. However, by 2003, concerns of impunity and corruption grew louder and the African Union presented a convention on preventing and combating corruption. The overarching objective was to create synergy between member states in how they detect, punish, and thus eradicate corruption. By the beginning of 2017, when the theme of 2018 was pronounced, 38 countries had ratified the convention out of 55, and that number still stands. So, one of the reasons for 2018 being dedicated to battling corruption was firstly to push all states to be on the same page as was defined in the 2003 convention. Also, member states had realized that there is a strong link between illicit financial flows and corruption, and they both needed to be dealt with simultaneously. So at the January summit of 2017, Decision 951 officially proclaimed 2018 to be the African Union's anti-corruption year. For more information on this, I can refer you to the fourth episode of this very podcast where an AU political affairs officer spoke in detail about the anti-corruption theme. So how does the country of Sierra Leone fit into all this? Well, the country has recently changed governments after previous president, Ernest Baikoroma Koroma, held the presidency for 11 years between 2007 and 2018. His successor, His Excellency Julius Madabio, who took the helm on April 4th, 2018, ran his campaign and now his presidency with a major focus on eradicating corruption from his country. Actions such as launching investigations into past officials and recovering around $700,000 from public officials in his first eight months are severe steps he has taken since coming into power. So then, I wondered why he felt so strongly about corruption, and here's what he had to say.
1: Well, corruption, I consider as a national threat. It's also a threat to development. And when it chokes development, it can actually lead to conflict. And we are trying to get rid of conflict on the continent. So corruption in all aspects are actually bad for good governance. We have to get rid of it because there is no need talking about development when
0: we encourage corruption, We chokes off the development process itself. Higher officials are voted into power for the better of the people. However, $700,000 has been recovered from corrupt officials. For the president as well, who is a high official, I wondered how he felt about his predecessors misusing state funds. We have to
1: accept the truth that corruption is rampant in our country. We are considered one of the most corrupt countries in the world. That is not the sort of reputation you want to inherit. So we have decided, I decided that I have to get rid of corruption. It's an extremely difficult proposal, but I'm working very hard to make sure that corruption does not present the sort of menace it presents to the administration
0: and the country, both security and development at the moment. And as he talks about working hard to defeat corruption, he has also set up a commission of inquiry to further investigate and bring out the players still mishandling Sierra Leonean funds. We inherited
1: a system that was very, very corrupt, and uh, you don't really have to do a commissions of inquiry to know that there is corruption, to discover corruption. But we want a fair and independent system to be able to determine that, indeed, corruption has taken place and uh, to remove that cover of impunity for, for people to be punished for or let them pay back the monies that they've stolen, so that we can use that for other social programs mm-hmm. that will benefit the people.
0: Mm-hmm. So that is really the essence of the commission. Overall, here are clear changes that have been implemented in a short tenure. However, change can either be taken positively or negatively. So I asked him about the overall response and reaction from his people on this commission of inquiry and his personal mission against corruption.
1: The ordinary people are very happy about the commissions, but of course um, those who have been in power, who have to give account of their stewardship, have been very adamant that in fact they are not going to comply with the commissions. But the commission is legally based in the sense that we didn't just put together friends, We've had to go out of our country because we know that the country is highly polarised along ethnicity and also the political parties. So we have gone out of the country to identify hard-working, reputable judges in the sub-region and we have brought them to actually man
0: the commissions. While we're looking at corruption among high officials, we should not forget that petty forms of corruption also exist. The policeman on the street asking for a bribe or doctor is asking for something before attending to a loved one. So there is much more, but that this commission only end at the top? They are looking at the documents uh, that are available, the evidence that is
1: available, and um, corruption is corruption. You would only want to give guidance because if you say you are going for corruption and you cast your way too wide, you are going to have so many that you will be able to manage the process itself because... Corruption is rampant. Almost everybody is corrupt in the country. Teachers, policemen, everywhere. So we have to be careful to cast our net. They will determine, actually, but we are looking at the political level. But if there is any need for
0: them to go down, they have the liberty to do so. And before letting him go, I had to pick his brains for any advice or words of warning he has for people going back home.
1: I just want to reiterate the point I had made several times, that corruption is a threat to development. And we need development to catch up with the rest of the world and to provide a better standard of living for our people. And because corruption is a threat to development, it is also a conflict-instigating factor. And we've had a share of that for 11 years. We fought as a nation. there was a civil war. And when you look at it, it's actually bad governance. Bad governance in the sense that monies that we are meant to develop the country had all been just funneled into the pockets of individuals. We got to the point where a group of them decided to go to the bush. So I want people to understand that we are not running after people. We are not witch hunting. We are not going after political opponents. We are going after the monies that have been stolen. We also want to remove the culture of impunity, which had accompanied the process of stealing money, corruption, to the point that it became fashionable to steal and to bluff on the streets of Freetown, and what we are doing also is also important for me sitting here as the president head of state and for my own government ministers and every official serving in my government it is a deterrent i know that i have to account for the resources of that country one day when i'm not in office and that is the same message for all the ministers and other officials in my government we just want to put in the checks and balances we are doing other acts that we prevent people. But those who go out of their way to steal, they have to account. And that is all that we are doing. So I want people to understand that corruption in all its forms is a threat, not only to national security, but to development, which is so dearly needed in Africa. And we have to stop this act to be able to develop as a nation. And we have to make sure that people don't think the best way to get money is to go
0: into political office. There you have it. His Excellency Julius Madabio clearly is not taking corruption lightly, and even though this was the theme of last year, he still holds it close to his heart. In terms of the AU's Agenda 2063, defeating corruption lines up with Aspiration 3, which is an Africa of good governance, democracy, respect for human rights, justice, and the rule of law our guess is left to see how Sierra Leone fares in the years to come. But for now, I thank you all for tuning in to this segment of AU on the Go, as we were very lucky to have one of Africa's presidents. Shout out as usual to Ernest Kaliza on sound production, and do not hesitate to reach out to us on the CEDO Facebook and Twitter pages at AUC underscore CEDO, or by email at go podcast at gmail.com, with comments, feedback, and topics you'd want to hear discussed on this platform. Cheers!
1: AU on the Go.
0: AU on the go. To inform on developments of the Commission. Pour sur les de la Commission. To engage and discuss EU policies and their impacts. The impactos, and, and of course, course interact with our listeners on the continent and beyond. au on the go. AU on the go.